of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones, and I am continuing through the Psalm Project in Psalm 64 today. We are approaching the halfway point of the book of Psalms. Psalm 75 will be the halfway point. Um, But here we are in Psalm 64, another Psalm of David. Uh, The title is just simply to the choir master, a Psalm of David. And it is an earnest plea Um, out of David's dread for the enemy. Uh, So let me just go ahead and read it. It's very short, and then I'll get into breaking this down a little bit. Here's Psalm 64. Hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from the dread of the enemy. Hide me from the secret plots of the wicked, from the throng of evildoers, who whet their tongues like swords, who aim bitter words like arrows, shooting from ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly and without fear. They hold fast to their evil purpose. They talk of laying snares secretly, thinking, who can see them? They search out injustice, saying, we have accomplished a diligent search. For the inward mind and heart of a man are deep. But God shoots his arrows at them. They are wounded suddenly. They are brought to ruin with their own tongues turned out against them. All who see them will wag their heads. Then all mankind fears. They tell what God has brought about and ponder what he has done. Let the righteous one rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in him. Let all the upright in heart exult. So David begins right off the bat <laughs> as with this earnest plea, hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Preserve my life from the dread of the enemy. Because unnamed, the term enemy really can apply to any adversary. So it's very broad here. And then in verse 3, they wet their tongue like their tongues like swords and they aim bitter words like arrows. So the Bible consistently teaches that words are powerful and can be used for good or evil. We see this in the New Testament in the book of James, but listen to this. Proverbs 25:15. With patience a ruler may be persuaded and a soft tongue will break a bone. Proverbs 12:18. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Psalm 25, or Proverbs 25, 18. I think I said Proverbs on those other scriptures. If I didn't, those are all from Proverbs. Proverbs 25, 18. A man who bears false witness against his neighbor is like a war club or a sword or a sharp arrow. So obviously there is great power in the tongue and people's words. That is why it is so crucial that we tame our tongue, that we watch what we say. In verse 4, we've heard a similar phrase to this before, shooting at ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly and without fear. Verse 5, he says, they hold fast to their evil purpose. They talk of laying snares secretly, thinking, who can see them? 
And we've talked about this before. We've seen this in the book of Psalms, these people that, that work evil and produce evil works and think, well, who sees this? I'm not going to get into trouble for this. Again, more than a cliche statement, God sees it. They don't, these people do not fear men. And by their question, they show no fear of God. And they think that their acts go unnoticed and they forget that there is a just God in heaven who watches their every move. We've, we went over this in Psalm 2, that God reigns over everything, particularly over the Lord's anointed. And those who do something to the Lord's anointed, who show animosity towards the Lord's anointed, will be faced with consequences. Psalm 2, 4, he who sits in heaven laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury. People will not get away with just blatantly living in sin. Not only God's people, but everyone. A day of judgment and of reckoning is coming. Verse 6, they search out injustice. So in other words, it doesn't just happen. The human heart searches for injustice. I've heard someone say, as far as human sinfulness, it's not just a matter of we have sinned, but that we have never done anything but sin because it is our nature. In verse 6, we've accomplished a diligent search to other crimes these evildoers, they add the sin of pride. We've accomplished a diligent search. They've sought out evil, injustice, and they found it, and they add pride on top of that sin. Verse 7, but God shoots his arrow at them. And so this verse could be contrasted with verse 4, shooting from ambush at the blameless, shooting at him suddenly and without fear. It could be contrasted to that. And some would say that the words are used to highlight the reversal. In other words, the wicked who try to shoot the righteous are themselves struck by the arrows of God. Verse 8. They're brought to ruin with their own tongues. So contrast that with verse 3. They wet their tongues like swords and aim bitter words like arrows, God reverses the effects of their tongues. They wanted to see their tongues against the psalmist here. But what they've done is incriminated themselves. Verse 9, then all mankind fears. In other words, seeing God's justice, the world will be startled by the judgment of the wicked. People of the world will reconsider their own acts, and in the light of God's dealings with the wicked, they will change their ways. And how often do we want that to happen? How often do we talk to people who have no fear of God? And we're just like, God, show them if they could just see. But perhaps that's why it takes a matter of faith to believe in God. It takes faith seeing, uh, believing in what we cannot see. And that's an, that's an aspect that we often forget about our faith, about the Christianity. You know, we want signs and wonders, and those still happen. But we're so skeptical and so unbelieving that for so many people, we will not believe without the signs and wonders. And Jesus himself said that blessed are the ones who have not seen and yet believe anyway. 
And that needs to be true of us. So David here uh, seeks God's protection from the enemy, from those who show him animosity. And so I will leave you with this setting of Psalm 64. Here is Psalm 64. Thank you for listening today to the Active Worship Podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. God, hear my voice, hear my complaint, preserve me from my foe, hide me from plots of evil men, when sin is violent grow, whose tongues are sharp and like a sword, with bitter speech like spears to shoot and see. They shock and do not fear They set their minds on evil plans Lay traps and say Who sees with skill devise Injustices Men's heart and thoughts are deep But God will shoot a shaft at them and wound them all with dread so their own tongue will trip them up those seeing shake their head then all will fear and tell God's work considering his deeds the just find refuge in the Lord in God, hear my voice, hear my complaint, preserve me from my fall. Then all will fear and tell God's work, considering His deeds.